This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's 5 o'clock at Penix from the shotgun. Snap, gonna give it up and he didn't get it! He did not get there. The handoff, it was a read option. Penix put the ball in his gut, went down the line a little bit, gave it to him, and Oregon rose to the occasion. This is primetime on Pac-12 Championship Week. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Online at modspdx.com. Primetime with Isaac and Suk on 1080. Eggs, breakfast, and gold will pass. The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Tuesday. It's your sports bros, Rob and Souk. I'm Rob. Sada. And uh, Big Souk's right over there. Right here. What's up? <laughs> Big show tomorrow. Want to uh, tease ahead uh, because we have another short week. It's very hard to be us because they just keep cutting our show short. Yeah, we're not happy about it. But cutting it off. Nothing I can do. We have been protesting all week. Yeah. With picket signs out in front of our uh, building here. Seahawks, well, I got a couple homeless people from across the street to come over and join our picket lines. Yeah, that, it makes it look more... Yeah, that guy out there in the Ford's not doing anything, and I think I bonded with the naked guy that uh, was in our lot the other week. He's becoming a good buddy of mine. Um, so, yeah, like our, our lines are getting stronger. We're, we're building some momentum here. Alas, we have not made any headway yet. No, that damn Martinez. <laughs> but but uh, Thursday we got the Seahawks game. In Dallas, and then Friday we have the Civil War game, or I mean the uh, sorry the Pac-12 championship game. The civil, the new <laughs> Civil War, because well, yeah, Oregon and Washington will play at the that that'll be the new rivalry game around Thanksgiving, and by all accounts, it it feels like this is for Washington certainly a win and you're in. Oregon, I think it's a win and you got a ninety five percent chance of getting in, but I still think there's a chance that things could break, and, and somehow Oregon might find themselves on the outside looking in. So tomorrow, we have to move everything up. So it's our second straight week where we'll just do three shows. So we're going to cram it all in Wednesday. Joey Harrington will be on at 5.30. Dan Lanning will be on at 4. And Hugh Betcha, Hugh Offill from ALNA will be on at 3.30. Yeah. So we're going to do it all tomorrow. Action-packed, Pee-wee. Action-packed. Uh, coming up this hour, our college football chicken tendies. Um, we'll get to this scheduling alliance that's about set. For the Beavs and the Cougs. Yeah, tomorrow uh, the Beavs should have a schedule and a coach. We're just kind of mm-hmm. waiting now. We're in uh, limbo, but I think it was, uh, I saw Tim Ewis said that he, he's hearing that it won't be till tomorrow when anything becomes official. Don Wakamatsu is back. Got to get to that story. <laughs> and I do have one weekend leftover that we didn't get to yesterday. If we have time, uh, I have an absurdity segment, Dolphins Jets edition. 
Oh, yeah. Well, because something they... happened in that game. Did you watch that game? Uh, unfortunately, it was on. Uh, yeah, it was the Black Friday game. It was game. the Black Friday game. So we went from the butt fumble to the Hail Mary. I'm not sure which one is more depressing, Dude, but... it's... For everyone asking why Zach Wilson wasn't benched earlier... That's why. Friday was the answer to that question. That's right. Um, coming up tonight in the club, <clears throat> COVID my ass... <laughs> Reminded me of that was was that Neil McCoy song, Take a Knee My Ass. (laughs) I've got more flight shenanigans and uh, some other cool stuff there. So that's six to seven. Right now, though, let's get to the hot five at five. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot five at five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Number five. You know, I'm sad about how little golf news I've been corkscrewing into the Hot Five at Five. I couldn't tell you the last time we had a golf story. I know. Well, we got one now. Bitch. What do we got? Tiger Woods is back. Oh, I saw that. He's he's rusty but pain-free. Yeah, he says his ankle is pain-free, and so he is hinting at possibly playing on the PGA Tour once a month mm. in 2024. When I saw, too, that his uh, little electronic league kind of went belly up. Already? Yeah, they're going to push it back. Uh, some people bailed on it, and so they're not going to start next By year. By the way, I'm a huge golf guy. I have no interest in that whatsoever. Well, apparently no one else does either, so they're going to try to launch it in 2025. He turns 48 next month. Also, if you want another piece of golf news. Yeah, I do. I saw that uh, this morning there is an offer on the table for one John Rom. Yeah, that's been going on forever. Did you, did you see the number, though? They keep saying the number keeps growing exactly. to the point of like eight billion or something. Six hundred million dollars. Yeah, we'll see. It's a lot. They've of, been talking about him since last year. That's a lot of milk. <clears throat> number four. Uh, Colts running back Jonathan Taylor could miss some time. He has a thumb injury. His little thumb is hurt. Mm. Ronnie Lott would have just cut it off. <laughs> yeah, it was a pinky. You can't cut off a thumb. Yes, you can. Cut it off. That's what Ronnie would have done. I mean, JPP. Back cut, in my day, they were much tougher. JPP got rid of his thumb. Sickness Youngblood and played with a broken leg. That's right. Sickness and injury was a choice, <laughs> according to Dan Lanning. Um, where was I? Oh, Indianapolis. Hey, you know they're six and five. Yeah, look, they're, they're surprising. They're still hanging around. I mean, the, there's a, if you look at the number of teams that are five hundred or even a game below that are all in playoff contention. Tom Brady was not wrong when he said that the NFL is just full of mediocrity right now. Uh, right now, and it's always like that. It's like that every year. Yeah, I think it's worse this year. The Vikings finally activate wide receiver Justin Jefferson from injured reserve. And, hey, uh, Seahawks, a little a little fun Seahawks nugget. They are playing the Cowboys on Thursday. You know they're wearing their throwbacks. Did you see that? Oh, they, they broke those out earlier this year, too. Those blue ones? I still contend I don't understand why they're sweet. They don't just go to them. The Eagles wore their throwbacks um, the other night. Looks way better. The Seahawks look way better. Everyone's, the Buccaneers, everyone's throwback looks better. Just make the throwback 
the new the the the, the regular uniform. Oregon State and Washington State are close to finalizing a 2024 football schedule that includes an alliance with the Mountain West. Uh, of course, we knew about this, but it looks like it's getting close to being announced. They will be independents, but each of the 12 Mountain West schools will play either the Beavers or the Cougs once, so uh, they each get six games. Uh, in exchange, Oregon State and Washington State pay the Mountain West $14 million U.S. million cold, hard cash. Straight cash, homie. And I am told that the Mountain West requested that in uh, $100 bills in a brown bag and they've got the money regardless of how this lawsuit settles out they're going to be left with a hundred plus million dollars so they've got the cash to do Whoa. this and then tomorrow the the details should be fully released but wait that's but, number two. Oh, sorry. come on man oh. stepping on my hot five toes bro uh, the other thing in there was running back damian martinez says uh he is staying a beaver this is according to andrew nemick our own uh, due to his love of Corvallis. Okay, you can go with And that. the Corvallis Club gave him a bunch of money uh, a couple days ago. He got a big NIL deal, so feels like he's staying put. No, I was just going to mention that Oregon State, uh, they got, like, Idaho State is on the schedule oh. uh, already from, from last year. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going with the Trent Bray thing. No, oh. no. I was just talking right. about and then some of the rumored schools. That Idaho were, State. Yeah, Idaho State was already on there. And um, who else are they playing? Well, let's get to it next. We'll get that into chicken tendies. Okay. Sure, there you go. Uh, didn't take long for the Beavs to uh, find their man. Defensive coordinator Trent Bray is expected to take over for the departed Jonathan Smith. We're uh, expecting to hear about that uh, tomorrow. Chip Kelly will remain at UCLA. Uh, 34 and 34, his record there. Apparently, that's good enough for them. <laughs> I think this boils down to they gave him a contract extension, and UCLA doesn't have any money. So, <laughs> yeah, just, they're like, nah, you're, eh, fine. you're fine. San Diego State hiring Colorado OC Sean Lewis as their new head coach. And Arkansas is bringing back Bobby Petrino as offensive coordinator. <laughs> remember, he was their head coach. Neck brace and all. But he got fired after the whole motorcycle thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, Syracuse has hired their coach, too. See these these high, uh, these uh, searches don't take long now. No, they, you, well, with the transfer portal and recruiting, yeah. the early they early period, get you guys, go. and so they um, so Syracuse went and replaced Dino Babers with Georgia defensive backs coach Fran Brown. Yeah, his name's Fran. Well, look, you're Syracuse. I feel like that puts him behind the eight ball. <laughs> you're, you know what puts you behind the eight ball? You're being at Syracuse. I bet you Dan Lanning knows him. Yeah, we'll ask I him. Wonder if he talks with his helmet. We'll see what happens. With I think we should ask him what Fran's all about. Uh, final college football playoff rankings are out before the... F Wait, this isn't the final college football playoff. This is the final rankings before the final rankings. There you go. It's, uh, Oregon. it's Christmas Eve of the rankings. Yes. Oregon, as expected, is number five. Georgia, Michigan, Washington, uh, the top three in that order. Uh, Florida State stays number four. Then after Oregon, it's Ohio State dropping to six. Texas is seven. Bama, eight. And then who cares about the rest? The Beavers drop to number 20. Yeah, the uh, the top eight are the only that matter. And if you're Ohio State, I think you got to be pretty pissed that you're sitting there behind Oregon. And I know Oregon looks the part, but Ohio State has a better resume. They have a better loss, and they don't get a chance to redeem themselves because the Big Ten went away, or the Big Ten sticking with divisions, unlike the Pac-12. So for once, just for once, the Big Ten and the mighty Ohio State did not get the benefit of the doubt. They got the scroogey because they have every right to be pissed. They have well, a better resume than Oregon. Yeah, they just played a couple years ago, and Oregon <laughs> kicked their ass. So That's what this boils down to? I think that's what they're looking at. Yeah. I just appreciate it. There's not many times that the Pac-12 gets the benefit of the doubt. 
But with Washington, this year they are. with Washington at three and Oregon at five, Washington is a guarantee if they win, and Oregon is all but guaranteed if if they win. Victorico's Mexican food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Order now at victoricos.com. Our college football chicken tendies. I do want to hear what uh, may, you know who may be on Oregon State. Yeah, because they already have three games that yeah. were non-con games. Yeah, yeah, that were already said, and then and then six, but they don't know which. We'll get to it next. We'll talk about it. All right, it's five fifteen on the fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Pac-12 Championship Week on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. All right, time for our college football chicken tendies. Who is it? Was it the Washington quarterback, the commander's guy? Is it Sam Hartman? Sam, Sam Howell. Howell. Sam Howell, sorry. Hartman yeah. was the Wake Forest kid that transferred to Notre Dame. Right. Don't they look kind of alike, though? Uh, they both look like bastardized yeah, Baker Mayfields. Well, it's weird. when I, I, I can see where you're going with this. Whenever I look at Sam Howell, he is uncomfortably smooth to me. He looks like a bad male model. Like if Derek Zoolander had too much plastic surgery. Hmm. He doesn't look he doesn't look like a football player. Well, he, he throws me for a loop. They were on Thursday, you know, they were playing on Thanksgiving and I think they were on that game talking about how he only orders chicken tendies. Like he won't Yeah, he's a, he's he, a t- he refuses to eat burgers and yeah. steaks and yeah. just he will he loves tendies. <laughs> well, I mean, who doesn't love chicken tendies? They are delightful. Well, that, yes, but that's not, I mean. Yeah, dipping sauces, I mean. But, I mean, like, that's your own, like, dude, <laughs> grow up. What are you, six? Look at look at him. He looks like a. He, he looks it, like disheveled Baker Mayfield. Yes, he's a frat boy, hence eating all the chicken tendies. <clears throat> and then Hartman, 
is at Notre Dame. Yes. And he's a handsome devil. He's got that luscious beard and yeah. the hair. And the Maybe whole. that's what it is. The beard kind of, you know, gets it, does, does it for you. <clears throat> Um, by the way, Damian Martinez, you were mentioning that uh, you know he's staying in Corvallis. Yes, because he got a bag of cash. Well, mm-hmm. there you go, Beavs. You're competing. Yes. Who says you can't compete? You just this is the game now, and you just stepped up and kept Damian Martinez. Yes. And what are we bitching about? And it, it does help that Martinez seems to be wired a little differently. Um, yeah, he, he loves Corvallis, and, well, and it, but that's true of there's going to be that on every team, and there's going to be kids yes. that are just looking for. You know, they're going to have their hand out. And... I will be very interested to see come December 4th what the Oregon State team looks like. And look, and this is the problem with being a a, a, a developmental team, right? And th- this is where I, I cautioned Oregon State fan. This was a big opportunity for you because it seemed like everything kind of lined up, right? You brought back a lot. When, when you're a team like Oregon State, it's really hard to replace... Um, Big time players. You have the best one of the best offensive lines in the country. That's not going to be the case next year. I love Damian Martinez. Damian Martinez is a hell of a back. But next year, when those guys are gone, it may not look the same. Like it's it's just hard to replenish that year after year after that. So with with programs that build, there tends to be some ebb and flows, up sure. and down. Yeah, they lose a lot of guys. They lose a lot of guys, yeah. and then just we'll, in general. Yes, and then, the transfer and then we'll portal. see what the transfer portal looks like. Yeah. So, but you also dip into the transfer portal. Yes, and if you're a good recruiter and you're, you know, and you got some cash to throw around. Shrimp Ray. Well, ca- of course. I mean, cash. But we're not talking about competing with like Texas A&M. No, but I'm just saying if you if you can get in there and convince some kids, hey, we've got a spot for you here. Yeah. Um, you're not going to get the you know the five all the five stars out of there, but no. you can get you can rebuild. See, that's the thing is that's the other thing that I, I feel like is not talked about enough with the transfer portal. Yeah, it is imbalanced. There is no question. But college football has always been imbalanced. It's also an opportunity for the lesser schools to rebuild their rosters faster, and they actually may need that more than the bigger schools. Yeah, but it's not that you don't get the same. Well, I know, but you've never gotten this. Again, I, I, it's it's no different than it used or, to be. Oregon State and programs like this still have to. You got to grow and develop. You you got to find your well, you kids. Do, but you can. But there are kids in the transfer portal that you can grow and certainly. Develop. Well, and DJ was a big get for them, even though it didn't turn out the way that you wanted to. You were able to go out and get him, and that was a big deal. You hoped that, that was going to be the final piece, and you came up a little short. So who are the beeves going to sked? Well, next so year? so we know that there's going to be six Mountain West teams. Right, and then but there we was, don't know which ones. we don't know which ones, and then there was three already non-conference games, but one of those is a Mountain West team, so we boot that off of there. You would assume because Boise State was on their schedule next year, so I would assume that that is already one of they hire a coach yet? Uh, I don't think they did. No, I I have not not that I know of. They canned Avalos uh, after they won. That was a couple weeks ago, and I haven't seen anyone uh, be hired. So they got Idaho State, uh, they got Boise State, which should be one of the six Mountain West games, and then you got Purdue, um, oh. and that would leave you with uh, what four? Where's the Purdue game? Is it back in Corvallis? Yeah, it's in Corvallis. That would leave you with four non-con games that you could go get, and the names that were floating around, and they just said these are potential, was Utah, um, mm. Notre Dame. Which would be well. Don't forget they're going to play Washington State. Yes. Oh, there, there you go, Washington State. So I guess that would leave you three. with just three. So th- some of the names that were out there were Cal, Notre Dame, Utah, uh, and there was one other that I was missing there. Oh, Oregon. Yeah, I like that Notre Dame idea. 
Yeah. Well, I will say when when BYU did this, and, and BYU didn't do it for like a year or two because they had to. Uh, they just uh, there there wasn't any place for them to play, but it wasn't forced upon them. They left of their own, uh, I guess, will. Their schedule, you with some time, you can put together a pretty good schedule. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it, it can kind of be a murderer's row for It can you. be tough. It can be tough. But it's also interesting. Yes. It's good for the fan. Like, yeah. I mean, next year, let's say you have Oregon, Purdue. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Washington State. Oh, you want to add Notre Dame, too? Hell yeah, add Notre Dame. All right, so let's say you have a schedule that has Oregon, Purdue, Notre Dame, Idaho State, Washington State, Boise State, and then some other Mountain West. Okay. Yeah. It's a nice schedule. That's a pretty fun schedule. Yes. That's more fun than the is that more fun than the schedule this year? No. No. I Oregon, mean, Notre Dame. Play the Cougs anyway. You play the Cougs Boise anyway. Boise State's always fun. No, because the six games that you're getting against the mountain Boise State's not very good, dude. <laughs> it's been a long seven and five, It's been a long time since Boise State was actually a, a real relevant program. Air no. Force? What if you played Air Force? <laughs> And the, I I will say I will say be careful. I think some of the B fans are are getting a little cocky <clears throat> that they're like they're gonna run roughshod over over, Hell the, yeah. over the Mountain West. Hey, careful, careful with Trent that. Trent Bray going to that playoff. <laughs> so, sorry, uh, Rob. I'd rather watch Oregon State play Stanford five times. Than, really? Yes. Than any uh, like mine is maybe Boise State, and that that's yeah. said they're not very good. All I right. no, I would not want to watch any not of these Fresno? Mountain West opponents. Dude, my biggest no. regret is choosing to go play at BYU <laughs> and not play in the Pac-12. Because of that week to week thing, I love that BYU always scheduled aggressively, and we've got to play Notre Dame and Bama and Florida State, and and we played Oregon and and Washington and Arizona State and Cal. I love this, and and BYU was a really good program, so I ended up going there. And then about two years in, actually about a year in, I was like, oh my god, like you were playing New Mexico and Wyoming. Wyoming. I'm like, what are we doing? Where was the transfer portal back then? Damn it. I would have been gone. But again, it's not just those schools. I mean, though you have to have like those schools are good because it gives you a chance to win some games. Yes. The other, you know, Notre Dame, Oregon, eh, it's pretty good. It's pretty fun. Yeah. But it also like Cal, eh. there's going to be some there's going to be some L's on that schedule. If you if you go independent, you go strong like that. And and yeah, let's be, get it. Well, well, Trent Bray ain't afraid. We will uh, we will see what happens. I think the next two years for Oregon State and Washington State are going to be very, very interesting. But it feels like Oregon State doesn't feel like it. They have said that they, at least for the short term, they are going to operate as a Power 5 program. They are going to schedule aggressively. They are going to pay, and they're going to fund so, it. And we'll, we'll see how long that lasts. So on the scheduling alliance now, they will not be a... Um, a, they will not be Mountain West teams. No, they will basically just be independent. So they won't they won't play in the championship game, Mountain West, or anything like that. No. None of those games count against conference standings. No. Um, how do they get in? So so they have to get into the playoff by just being an at large, yes. just like like rankings. Yes, because they haven't really set out what their criteria is yet. Have they? Are isn't the college football playoff kind of still it's, toying it's, with? It's it's toying. So it looks like it's going <laughs> to go to. Five, the five highest conference champs, which mm-hmm. Oregon State and Washington State will not be eligible for. Right. The if anyone's asking, the Pac two will not have an automatic berth. <laughs> um, and so in in theory, you'll get your power four, their champion will get in, and then um the next the, 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 the next top so, champion from any of the yeah, other leagues. So Mountain West, the American Athletic Conference. But how do they decide which one? Uh that'll be the highest ranked highest ranked conference champ. Conference champ. So Okay, so so next year you're gonna have the ACC. The Big Twelve, mm-hmm. the Big Ten, and the SEC champs yes. going to the playoff automatically. Yes. Then you're going to have a 
the highest ranked conference champion, not in those four. Mm-hmm. So there's five spots. The seven. other seven spots are just going to be at large, and how are they going to choose those? Uh, it'll just be the same thing by the rankings. College football playoff rankings? Yeah. All right. So, I mean, you know, I mean, it's not, I don't know, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Oregon State jumps into the top. <laughs> what? They're 20th this year. Yeah. And they had kind of a crappy, I mean, it wasn't a crappy year, but it wasn't great. Yeah. Right, they keep... could make it. Look, exp- if they, if it was still four, they have zero chance. Sure. And I mean zero. Yeah. Well, point zero 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 one. Okay. But expanding to 12, <clears throat> they got a shot. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. They do. Yeah, you got a shot. It's not going to happen, but you got a shot. <clears throat> well, you got to be such a D. Uh, it's called that. being. It's called being realistic, and uh, you know, boy, just. Well, this, what if they? Okay, it, this wh- it's funny because it, it went from like beyond optimistic about this season to oh my god, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to the program. And like two days later, people are like, "Well, book us in next year. All we got to be is in the one of the top twelve teams. <laughs> Throw us in." Well, none of that is true. Those are all the extremes. Look, this is well, one of those things is true. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to the program. Yes, it's one of the no worst question. thing. It's one of the worst things to ever happen to a uh, to a Division One team. Period. It's not over. They're not sunk. It's it's uh it's just going to be different, and they're going to have to adapt. And as they always say, adapt or die. It's going to be harder, I, but it's always been hard. I think it. I I think it is going to be a very very ugly Excuse year me. next year for Oregon State and Washington State. No, yeah. well I don't. I think they're going to the playoff. How about that? <laughs> I'm penciling them in, bitch. And listen, here's the other thing. What if they just said, "Screw it, we're just going to play the easiest schedule ever, and we're going to go 12 and 0." They still wouldn't get in. Then we'll see. They probably wouldn't get in, but they could at least make it a com- you know, make it like a conversation because nobody's going to know what to do with them. You'd be yeah. like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> that's a power." They were a power five last year, <laughs> ranked as high as what I think tenth in the or maybe eleventh in the college football playoff rankings. I will be very interested to see with all the departures that you have. Um, including uh, um, um, including a, a bulk of your O line, which was the best thing you had going for you. Um, I'll be interested to see what the when, when we're done with the transfer portal. I I will be very very interested to see what this team looks like because maybe maybe the transfer portal isn't a uh, isn't a murder uh, a, a murder scene for Oregon State and Washington State. I personally think it's going to be. I hope that's not the case, and I hope I'm wrong. And so let's revisit this um, in another month, and maybe I'll feel differently. But I think it's going to be a very, very rough year for these two schools. Hashtag beefs to the playoff. Start I hope it. so. Be, it it'd be awesome. We're, I was hoping for it this year as one kind of fu to everybody, and you know, being a, a being the the, the two pack next year, and, and and one of those teams making the playoffs. Hey, what if they just played each other twelve times? <laughs> just back and forth. Who would win? Oregon State, or I guess nine times. Although I said that this year, and Washington State beat them. Or maybe just eight. They're like, whoa, 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 we're not going to play them nine. That's ridiculous. <laughs> we're only going to play them eight times. And I'll, I'll give I'll give Oregon State at least this. Oregon State seems to be making more of a commitment than Washington State is. So I think it's going to be actually be worse for Washington State than it is for Oregon State. Oregon State seems to be pretty stubborn in this. 
we are not going to capitulate to this. Whereas Washington State, we got dickered up there bitching and moaning about how they don't have any any resources. He's a baby. We don't have any NIL. They're coming for my players. You're not going to hear Trent Bray say that. No, we got like hiring freezes up there at Washington State. Meanwhile, I got Oregon State down here being like, hey, man, the university's committed to fund this thing like a Power 5 FU. So if you're talking futures, I'll take Oregon State's future all day. If anyone really should be like, holy hell, it's the boys up in Pullman. That doesn't seem very good. And uh, we, we, we didn't play it, but Cam Ward was asked oh. at the Apple Cup press conference. Do we have it? We have that audio over there, Schultz? You awake over there? I'm awake. Actually, it's on your page. There. He doesn't. Oh, s- nice. So just, I, I want you to realize that this doesn't sound like a bad answer. Okay. Until you realize that the question was about next year. Okay, so and this- and let's see if you can gather in his minute and a half response how many times he references anything about next year. Just gotta take it on the chin, keep going. To be honest, I mean, a lot of us were blessed. Myself was blessed. We made it out of game healthy. It's not easy to make it out of football game healthy. So you know, I give all glory to God, and you know, I appreciate teammates just what they've went through since when I first got here, the bond that I made with those guys, the coaching staff, you know, in the locker room, we all just tell how much we appreciate one another. Um, you know, it's, I haven't been a part of a team like this. The connection that we have, the bond that we have outside of football, we really don't really care about what everyone has to say about us on the football field because we know what type of human beings that we are on that team. So, you know, it's been a blessing for everybody. For sure. <laughs> yeah, that's a bye-bye. Yeah, that sounds like somebody that's saying goodbye. Yeah. I, I, so, I wanted I wanted the follow to be like, uh, Cam. Uh, again, I just kind of ask you: Can we talk about next? Well, the bond we have, and uh, you know, I'm healthy, and we made it out of the game, and uh, and then of course Brock Heward said that there are ten teams that have offered Cam a million dollars to come be their quarterback. So. I have five of them. You want them? Yeah. What do you got? One of them is Washington. <laughs> Whoops. One of them is Ohio State. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That's interesting because McCord played better towards the, the the end of the year. I, I'm sorry, yeah, but you know they're looking around. I know, but if I'm Cam, I don't know if I want that because you may not win that job. Washington, that's that's your job. Is Harrison going pro? Oh yeah, yeah, he's out right. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be the number well number three overall pick because it'll be Williams, May one two, and then Harrison Junior will be will be three. Texas A and M. Yeah, they're going to give you a lot of money. Miami. Okay. Uh, he doesn't want to play for Mario. Yeah, he doesn't want to play. No. Mario will ruin him. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I, I bet you he he one text and they'll be like, no, don't come here. And Auburn. Boy, I think I'd take the A&M. Really? Yeah, that's so much money. <laughs> they're, they're well, give how do you know it's more than... I mean, Ohio State can offer what A&M... Come on, man. You got to go to Ohio State. I think you have a better chance of winning the job at A&M. Cam Ward needs to go to either Ohio State or Washington. So he's going to turn down if Cook fan. He's going he's going to turn down Ohio State, A and M, uh, Auburn, and Miami to stay in Pullman. Well, you know, if he doesn't go to any of those places, somebody got some cash. They don't have that kind of cash up in Pullman. No, I'm just saying, like, if he goes to like I don't know. Oh yeah, comes out of nowhere, but Iowa comes over the top rope. Yeah. How about that? Well, you know, they got a new coordinator coming in, so maybe. I don't know. Oregon needs a QB next year still. See, I feel like Oregon. Okay, so they're going to go and get a quarterback. Well, in the here's the thing about Oregon. I feel like Oregon is at this level now where they can come in and probably get in the conversation on anyone. Sure. Right. Like if Cam Ward's guy, oh, he's going Ohio State, Washington, or A and M, and he's sitting there, and Oregon hasn't talked to him at all. Oregon calls. Oregon's instantly right with those 
other three. Hundred percent. And I feel like they can do that with any player in the transfer portal. Yeah. I, I don't know that every school is at that level. I would imagine there are some. For you know, obviously, you know, you, we all know who the big boys are, but sure. they come calling. It's like, ooh. Well, and Oregon has. But them. Oregon's one of those. Oregon can offer you a lot, and um, well, on and off the field, right? They can offer you a bunch of cash. Uh, they've paid. They can pay millions. Um, a lot of branding so opportunities I, I just feel there. Like, so you think that's true that they're at this level where they don't really even need to worry about. Um, they're just not going to be out recruited, right? Like you, you pick what who you want. It doesn't mean you're going to get them all, but you, you can go after anyone. There, it used to be a time when there's kids that you're just like, you know what, I ain't getting that kid out of Georgia, or I ain't getting that kid yeah. out of New Orleans. He's he's got his eyes on a X Y Z. Yeah. Oregon could go to anyone tomorrow, yes, and say. Hey, we're Oregon. Let's check out what we have to offer. Yeah, there was a time I remember, like they were supposedly in the running for like uh, Terrell Pryor, who was the number one quarterback in the country. But it was always kind of viewed as like, ah, eh, you know, you throw him out there, I like him, but it's it's not a real thing. And I think they have the number six recruiting class, six or seven right now in the country. Multiple five star kids. Um, I mean, basically it, everyone is a four uh, star or above at this point. You know, for Oregon, maybe some select three star kids. But it's essentially I mean, when you're recruiting at a top 10 level and they are, and especially if you find a way to get into the college football playoff and you have the yeah. Nike and, 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 the, and the money and the that's resources and the big, facility. That's a big thing. Yes, they can compete with they can compete with Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, all that. Absolutely. Well, I mean, they can compete with them anyway. I just mean, I, I just think they're near the top now for a lot of these kids that grew up being like Oregon. Like Oregon is, is it's a cool school. The a, brand now has been flashy for long enough that these kids. Yeah. I mean, they freaking love Oregon. Yeah, like, Tez and Justin Jacobs both wanted to come to Oregon specifically because of watching. It's like a blue blood to the youngs. There is a lot more kids, and this is this is crazy. But if you ask the kids coming out that are 19, 20 years old, and you ask them who they grew up or what was the the the, the cool program you wanted to play, it's not Notre Dame, it's not Nebraska, it's not Penn State, it's not Miami, um, it's not Florida State, it's Oregon. Yep. Oregon is cooler than those programs, and it's insane to think that when you look at the tradition at those places, but it's it's true. All right, we got to run. Uh, more college football chicken tendies coming up next. Uh, the thing, the bad thing about uh, maybe being at Oregon right now is uh, they might have to find a new OC every year. Yeah, that's, that's true. And, um, boy, Coach Prime's kids are bailing a little bit here. Well, one of them's got a broken back. Well, not his kids. I, mean, I know. His, I was his being sarcastic. <laughs> uh, and yes, one of them does have a broken back. We will get to uh, more college football chicken tendies next. But first, Schultz with Sports Center. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for Week Number One. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Championship Week on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by Mod PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080, The Fan. Yeah, I don't know if Oregon's going to lose Will Stein this year, but he's going to be on people's radar next year. Yeah, they have another year like this. <clears throat> Although, and then let's ask this question for Oregon. Like, we talk about this all the time. Like, the next guy isn't, he's no guaranteed to be another Bo Nix. Like, 
we see this all the time when, when programs like, oh, man, we're rolling. Nothing can stop us. And then you lose a really special quarterback, and you're like, wait, what happened? So, look, Oregon is going to be stacked next year. There's a lot coming back. But let's also look at this, and Oregon's going to lose a lot, including arguably the best player in the country. That's not just something that you replace. And you're going to the Big Ten when the schedule is going to be uh, a, a real challenge. We saw the schedule uh, already. That thing is a meat grinder. So Got to get a punter. Going to the Big Ten, got to recruit those punters. Yeah, well, just steal Iowa's, man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, it's also worth noting, too, offensive coordinators, or defense for that matter, when you got a really good quarterback like Bo Nix, it's it's pretty easy. You you know that yeah. you've got all the weapons at your disposal. Look at Andy Avalos. He had Justin Herbert, just got fired from Boise State. Well, I think that's what Sue's saying. But yeah. I, what I'm saying is, is, as long as you continue to have success the way uh, Dan, we think Dan Lanning will, yep. you're going to lose your coordinators every year. Yep. Or, you know, you could yeah, lose just, the coordinators every year. Just the year. way it is. It is just the way it is. But it's kind of been a weird coaching carousel. You know, the, um, I was just going through all the jobs. Like, obviously, A&M was the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Michigan State, Mississippi State, Syracuse, San Diego State, Houston. It's not been a major, you know, coach no. carousel year. Yeah. And they're turning these... Um, they're 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 flipping these real fast. Like the it, like it's all it, the coaching carousel is pretty much over. Yeah, because the, because everybody wants to get it done before the transfer portal opens on the fourth. And you would think that if you it were used go- to linger all the way through December. Yeah, anyone that's going to get fired at, at, at this point has been fired, and I most mean. of them have been hired. The one that because Mississippi State filled theirs, A uh, and M filled theirs, mm-hmm. uh, Syracuse just hired the Georgia guy. Michigan State filled theirs, obviously. Oregon State's got theirs filled with with Bray. Yeah, Boise State still needs a coach. San Diego State uh, hired the Colorado guy, mm-hmm. um, the offensive coordinator there. Houston is an interesting one. You know, Coach Prime is being linked to Houston. Really? Yeah, because well, he lives down there, uh, and okay. he they just feel like he, and you know they're in the Big Twelve now. Mm-hmm. Um. So same league as Colorado's going to, and it's just maybe a better fit because he lives down there and there's more kids down there because the people are starting to point to his uh, recruiting class has fallen to 65th. He only has nine kids in his next year's recruiting class. And I think the three big ones that he had, he had like a running back, a receiver, and a quarterback. Yeah, they all decommitted. They all decommitted. Uh, recently. Yeah. So there, there's some talk that Houston may be looking to to get Coach Prime out of Colorado and maybe could do it. Huh. Based on geography and kind of fit, wouldn't, wouldn't that be something? After all that in Colorado, <clears throat> and it absolutely fizzles after three weeks. Uh, your kid, by the way, is Shadour has a broken back. He suffered at some point this year because they refused to protect him, and he just got the living hell kicked out of him. Wouldn't that be a weird way that that ends for Colorado? After all of that hype, the most watched game, regular season game in ESPN history. And it ends I know. with well, him going to Houston? Wouldn't that show you uh, basically how he feels about the CU program? 100%. <laughs> and again, I don't fault coaches for leaving to take better jobs, but if, that's, if, that's if he blow. does that... That's a big blow to that's, Boulder. That's a coward. That, that's an absolute coward, and yes, that is, that's basically saying that Colorado is worthless and just welcome to the, the bottom of college football forever. Did you see what Eli Drinkwitz said about uh, America's team? No, I did not. So he's the coach at Missouri. Yeah. Those ninnies out there at Missouri. They actually had a really nice year. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, he said <laughs> that they are America's team. They are ninth, by the way. So you remember Missouri said, or I mean uh, Michigan said, they're, well, Jim Harbaugh. Yes. Called per- his team America's team. Yeah. 
Eli Drinkwitz is having none of that. Are you saying that Missouri? Yep. Why exactly is Missouri ah, America's team? I'm glad you asked. Please. He said, um, earlier in the week, this is his quote, mm-hmm. I heard a coach talk about being America's team. There would be Harbaugh. I don't know about all that conversation. They've got so many different good things going for them. Some good, some maybe they stole illegally. <laughs> then he said, we are America's team. We are built on underdogs. Uh... America loves a team that beats the odds, beats the adversity, overcomes what the naysayers, critics, so-called experts think. <laughs> that was Harbaugh <laughs> said that. Uh, Drinkwitz continues. He says, we're a team built on young men with something to prove. We've uh, got a Division II transfer running back who's leading the SEC in rushing. We've got a bunch of fighters. <laughs> we're the story that people should be really proud to be behind. Right up to the point that he leaves to take a better job. I'm just proud to coach this football team, and it ain't about me. It, it It's really about this brotherhood. Those guys coming together, those coaches, and they're coaching their butts off for each other. Right until someone else offers me a better job and I leave and take it. He I do said, think that I do think that back is up for the I think he was one of the finalists for the Doak Walker. You know, they released the three finalists for all the awards. And uh I think the only ones in the Pacific Northwest uh were were Knicks uh and I think that's it. I don't think Martinez I gotta look it up. I don't think Martinez made the the three finalists. Uh Franklin didn't Adunze did. That might have been the hardest one because it was Marvis Harrison Jr. Uh, Dunze and uh, Neighbors, the kid out of uh, LSU who's probably having the best year of any receiver in the country. Well, anyway, uh, somehow Drinkwitz thinks they're America's team. Can so. I also point out that America uh, doesn't? America's team is never underdogs. It's always like the Yankees or the Cowboys or like the Steelers. Did you not hear what Eli Drinkwitz just said? When's the last time America's team was an underdog? Don't we in America root for... Kind of the the big the big boys, because anytime we get one of the underdogs that gets into a Super Bowl or gets into the World Series, no one watches, and then we bitch and complain because it's a team that no one cares about. Like we had two great underdog stories in the World Series, and all anyone said was how dumb it was, and we have to change the rules so that like the Braves and teams like that can find a way to get into the World Series. Yeah, so, so. crappy teams can't beat them in the playoffs, right? Yeah, so I'm I'm not really certain why uh if he's going with America's team, it's probably Georgia would be America's team because all they do is win. And we as America love winners. Patton said that. We love winners. We always will love winners because we won't tolerate losers. Is it so who's more American? Old uh, Dinkowitz there or or Patton? Uh excuse me, it's Drinkwitz. Yeah, Dinkowitz. Uh yeah. I'm going with Patton. Jim Harbaugh all day. Um, all right. <laughs> I can't stand that guy. Next segment, I don't even know. We're running so far behind. We'll we'll get to something. It'll be pretty cool though. Uh 553 on the fan. This is Pac-12 Championship Week on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. Well, I'm really digging uh, ahead of the Oregon Washington game. I'm really digging this uh Michael Penix conspiracy video, the the Zabruder film that we yeah. have here. One of our uh, one of our listeners sent this to me, and uh, I I posted it and was like, "Hey, does anyone have any idea?" And you know, I've been saying for <laughs> weeks, I think Penix is hurt. I think Penix got seriously hurt against Oregon, 
whether it's a cracked rib, a sternum, cartilage, something, he's not right. And Washington will scream to high heaven that everything's fine. Remember, they said at Arizona State that he was sick. Well, why would we believe them? Exactly. And then they said after the Washington State game, the offensive coordinator said he wasn't feeling well again. Oh, so he just keeps getting sick? And so he put his head in the weird uh, electronics box, if you will, kept it there. And then uh, my man came over. No one touched him. My man came over, one of the staff guys, put the thing over his head, and then whisked him away into the locker room. And there's a photo of like his mom in there trying to help him through the tunnel. with his. She's, he's got his arm around her as well. And the, the clip is from the Oregon game in the fourth quarter. And he goes over, and this is after he got hit, where he took that shot to the to the, to the ribs of the sternum, and he puts his head in that same electronic cart thing, and he's in there for a few seconds. They just happen to catch it, and then he turns, and you can see that he had something in his hand, and then he he leaves it there, and it looks like kind of a big long highlighter. It's just like this this yellowish kind of <clears throat> looks like a highlighter. And I was like, that's interesting. Like, his head was in the same thing, bent over like that. And I was like, does anyone have any idea what that is? I have no idea. And a bunch of people uh, said that there is, um, I had to figure what it was called. It was called like a, a like an, now I got to look it up. It's basically a, a, a painkiller inhaler that, like, people use for, like, search and rescue. And... I guess you take a couple puffs on it, and for a brief time, it kind of numbs everything up. All right, so what's wrong with that? Uh, No guys get shot up and given pills all the time? It's it's terrible for you. And look, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but the idea that he is healthy and nothing is wrong and he's sticking his head well who it, i mean the only people that say that is what like yeah we, it's pretty obvious that something's up. something's up with him yes so and we saw it change on the field in the oregon game that yes. was very evident so i mean i don't i don't know i this i this doesn't seem like a mystery like he's obviously hurt I yeah mean, look at his stats uh analgizer or whatever and you look these things up, and there's a bunch of different names for them. They were banned in the U.S. for a while, and then they came back. And I guess, like I said, they're like for a brief moment, like you're not supposed to keep using them because it can cause some, it can cause some problems, and can kind of make you a little loopy. But I guess they, talking to people, uh, they work real well. They numb you up for a for a brief period of time. And I just think it's interesting that. You know that we're we're back to sticking our head inside of an electronics cabinet and then telling everyone that he's emotional and that everything is hunky dory or that he's sick every week. Well, but you know how team every team would would cover for their guy in that regard, right? But like, when it's when it's been going on for this long, it's just it seems an odd an odd thing, especially if he's over there inhaling. You don't think Oregon would would be all coy about this if it were Bo Nix? Come on, man. Yeah, I don't know. Of course. And, they and by the way, maybe it's smelling salts. Maybe I, I don't know what it is. But at this point, you cannot convince me that that Penix is 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 oh, fine. Man. I mean, I think which, that's pretty obvious, and I think they're in a lot of trouble. All right, uh, if you miss any of our show, the Service Patriots podcast is on demand. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers from our listeners for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com/slash/thefan. Oh, the other one that uh, that Washington is now trying to put out there, uh, because again, he he was emotional and then he wasn't feeling well after the game. And now they're saying uh, that he he puts his head in there to communicate with the coaches so that uh, no one can read his lips. Like, 
Yeah, baby. <laughs> the excuses are phenomenal that they just keep uh, coming up. Club 1080 is next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.